Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today, I've got a special interview with Mick from NRL CEO Fantasy Football. Now, you might be wondering what that is. If you're lucky enough to have already heard about it, I'm sure you're hooked on it. And Mick and his mates, they've essentially 20 years ago decided that they were going to build their own fantasy rugby league platform. So this is before Supercoach existed. I'm pretty sure before Fantasy existed too, NRL Fantasy. So... It's something pretty unique, and the boys have been doing it now for 18-odd years. They've got just over 2,000 people playing, and there's a couple of big differences to Supercoach, and I myself, being a very loyal Supercoach fan, I was very skeptical when I first heard about this, but I'll tell you what, I think Mick has convinced me to give it a red-hot crack this year. I'll still do Supercoach. It'll still be my priority, but I think on the side, I might give NRL CEO a go because it is a brilliant idea. The boys have put some proper thought into it, and the beauty of what they've done is that it is simple Yeah, there's no updates that take three days to happen. Your score is decided two minutes after the full-time siren, which I think is sensational. I think it's one of the biggest problems with Supercoach NRL in Australia at the moment. And, you know, it hasn't all been easy for the boys. They, um, uh, I'll let Mick tell the story, but a couple of years ago, they sunk about 40 grand into this, uh, into um, some designers and everything to help them along with the game. And, that, that money was essentially wasted. Uh, I, I'll let Mick tell the story, but it hasn't all been easy. The boys are still tr- trucking on. They, they're slowly growing each and every year, and I'd like to do my little bit to help them grow because I think they're doing a sensational do- job, and what they're doing is really special. Uh, you know, I, I think we've all sat around, you know, the barbecue or around the pub with five or six mates drunk off our head and decided that we're going to start a business or we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and the boys have actually done it, which I think is sensational. Um, you know, even if it doesn't spread any further than than the six of them still a brilliant idea because they love it and it's built their friendship to just a brand new level they still have tiffs and arguments about super about their uh fantasy comp not super coach sorry their fantasy comp and that's the way it should be yeah a lot of passion and the boys absolutely love it this is a cracking chat with mick he's going to join me next week to do a fan is short for fanatic he's a mad uh cowboys fan so you're going to hear from him more later next week but this is something i highly advise you all get around they're on twitter instagram facebook nrl ceo fantasy 
football. If you can't find them, send me a message and I'll send you in the right direction. Let's kick it off. Mick, welcome on. How are we, mate? Good, Guru. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Now, mate, a lot of my listeners, they're pretty keen um, super coach players. And you, of course, you've got your own little rebel organization over there. Tell us about it. <laughs> mate, I'll actually have to say that we started before Supercoach, so we're one up on them, and we'd like to think that Supercoach has copied certain aspects to uh, our platform. But, yeah, mate, a uh, group of us um, decided back in the early, very early 2000s that we were going to create uh, a fantasy football um, just amongst six of us, and it grew. It grew to the point where we thought, well, we're going to try and – uh, get someone to develop a platform for us. And, you know, a long story short, NRL CEO was born and we now um, boast a, a platform on uh, thebench.com and we have a an avid bunch of uh, very, very keen supporters who play the game every year. How many have you got playing at the moment, mate? Over 2,000. So we're only small compared to Supercoach, but, you know, we, we just like our piece of the pie. Um, our platform works better um, when you have uh, private uh, competitions. So you get a group of mates together, obviously, and uh, you play head-to-head against those. Uh, we do have public competitions available for those guys who are just uh, just want to play against, you know, Neville Nobodies, basically. But our uh, our platform is draft-based, so it's not like Supercoach where you can all have the Jason Tamalolos of the world um, once you draft someone you've got him you've got exclusive rights until you get rid of him so that's the biggest difference uh between nrl ceo and super coach um and yeah uh, the good thing about our platform is for anyone who hasn't experienced it it's uh pretty much fully customizable so you can change the scoring everything in your competition really and mate, the reality is myself and every other dickhead listening to this has at some point sat around with his five mates on the beers and said, let's start a business, let's do this, let's do that. How was the? How did this all start? Because it's, it's a pretty deep dive to go into. I mean, I, like, granted, Supercoach didn't exist and whatnot, but I imagine it must have been a hell of a lot of work. It was a hell of a lot of work. And, um, and most of that early work back in the early 2000s, uh, was done by the man we dubbed the Godfather, and he was the creator. He was—he's he, a mate of our our tight knit six and um, engineer, and he decided to dabble and and try his hand at coding. So he decided. Well, initially we were running just fantasy rugby league through spreadsheets, like I guess uh, you know numerous other competitions have started before. Um, so he decided, well, stuff this. I'm not going to keep updating spreadies. I'm going to code a website. And he did. And he spent hours and hours and hours upon it to the point where he became a zombie. Uh, cost him plenty of time and money, I'm sure, at the detriment to his uh, family and job. But uh, he put together what we call the Green Beast. And that was our first ever website. And uh, it was ugly. And we had a lot of support. And that was back in around the year 2004 when he decided to develop that. So that was the, the early uh, early stages of NRL CEO. Like, I, I imagine the six of you are still playing, yeah? We're, we're a tight-knit group. It keeps us together. Um, we went to college back in the late 90s together in university at James Cook University. So we all know each other from there. 
we're always talking about it. Uh, we're just about to start our draft this year, actually. Mate, who's been the top dog over the last, what is it, 16 years? Incredible. Who, who's, who's got the most uh, dubs next to their name? Yeah, since 2002, we've been going officially. Um, the first one was a bit of a, uh, got a bit of an asterisk beside it because the Godfather won that one and he was really the only one who knew what was going on. <laughs> so it took us a little bit of time to figure out what this fantasy football was all about and he kept changing the rules on us and that sort of thing. But um, look, I have to say, I'll, I'll toot my own horn. I've won the most titles at the moment. I think I've got five so far. Um so it's always pretty prestigious when you get one over your mates, as anyone who plays fantasy football would testify to. So we get together at the start of every year, do our draft, normally uh, at Bribe Island. So we get on the piss and have a good time. And uh, look, it keeps us together. It, it really has. Well, mate, if you've got five from what, from what is it, 18 years or something, I mean, it must mean that it's a pretty close competition. I've got more than my share, and it is. There's only six in the comp, so they mean, yeah. it means there's uh, plenty of free agents out there and, and plenty in the spud pool and plenty of trading going on. Uh, we've got our own specific set of rules, which is unique. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's a highly sought-after title, put it that way. Tell me this. For my Supercoach fans that are listening, why would they change to NRL CEO? You change the NRL CEO because we've got fully customizable. So you can have, if you love your super coach uh, scoring, then you can do that on NRL CEO. It's just the fact that, you know, with the draft, you can choose any type of draft. You can choose random draft, snake draft, different orders, whatever you want to do. You can, uh, you can customize your competition to suit your own personal needs. Uh, the other big thing is obviously uh, how close it keeps you together and uh, it's easy to track. If you use our default, uh, if you use our default uh, scoring, really easy to follow. I know in Supercoach, and I have played Supercoach a few times, uh, you don't always know what you need going into the last round. It's really hard to track, you know, the offloads, penalties, all those sorts of things. CEO is really, really simple. We base our game on the stats that matter. So scoring tries, kicking conversions, and we have something called a workhorse try, which forwards are eligible for. So if they make 40 contributions, which is hit-ups and tackles, then they get what we call a forward try, a workhorse try. So just really easy to track. You go into the last game, you know you're down by 10, you know you've got X amount of players playing that game, you know you need you know a couple of forwards to work really hard, you know you need a couple of backs to score a couple of tries really easy to follow. There was one word that you mentioned there that I think is the complete opposite of Supercoach, and it is simple. I mean, Supercoach, as much as I love it, good God, it, it is just absolute chaos each and every week. At, uh, NRL CEO, if you follow our, our default scoring, you'll get scores like um, 60 to 50. It's really easy to follow. Uh, I'm, I'm currently playing uh, Supercoach BBL with a group of mates, and holy fuck, I wouldn't have a clue how many points my, my, my players are getting um, it, it's uh, it's not easy to track I guess you wake up the next morning and you're like oh yes I won that's great NRLC uh, you know you've won the game about two minutes after the final whistle of the final game and you can start spruiking to your mates and uh, pe people and our, our customers and our clients who have come across the CEO after playing Supercoach they absolutely love it they really do
Yeah, mate, I, I have no doubt because that's definitely, you know, the major issue uh, for most Supercoach players is that the updates, you know, they, they, they just fluctuate so much in the game. And, I mean, you know, I, I've I've played a little bit of um, NFL fantasy over the last few years over there, and, you know, it's all set at full time. It's done, and it does seem to be a much more efficient way of doing things. Australia hasn't embraced the, the concept of fantasy footy yet. Um, it, as we know, it's massive over in the U.S., and fantasy NBA is just absolutely huge too. So there's definitely a market for all of these different platforms. And uh, I encourage if, you, if you've got a group of mates who are keen to try something different and come, and come over to the NRL CEO and do a draft, I guarantee you'll love it. And I, and I believe, mate, it's NRL CEO Fantasy Football on Instagram, on Twitter and on Facebook, yeah? We also have a podcast called NRL CEO HQ, where you've got a couple of us founders who um, each fortnight we come out and talk about NRL CEO related content. So we talk about, you know, who are the forwards most likely to do the work and, you know, who are the backs on fire, obviously, and have a bit of a laugh. And then it's a good potty to listen to, I think, if you're into your CEO. It gives a few tips away as well, obviously. So, yeah, we, we can be easily found on uh, on 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 those social media platforms for sure. Mate, I think it's a brilliant idea and I, I'm so impressed for how long you guys have been keeping at it. I mean, it's it's just sensational. Definitely a lot easier since we um, came over to the Bench platform. Uh, I have to thank Ben, the developer, for that. He was the AFL guy uh, who decided to take on an NRL aspect to the Bench, so we have to thank him. It's been absolutely awesome since we've done that. We've had some dark days. We sank... $40,000 into a development site um, who was going to uh, basically program our own website. And long story short, that money was a big waste of money. Uh, oh, Jesus. Went missing, basically. Yeah, they, they couldn't do the job in the end. They, they couldn't um, code a site which could handle the level of traffic that we needed. God, dark days. Fuck. Very dark days. The Godfather sank plenty of money into that because he wanted to make things easier for himself. You know, he didn't want to have to fix all the little bugs that are that come along associated with high traffic and that sort of thing. Uh, so yeah, he, he wanted to go. Um, you know, he wanted to he wanted to pay the coin. And um, yeah, I think in the end it cost us about forty grand. Um, we had a bun- We had we had quite a few you know shareholders in that. And, uh, yeah, the company basically didn't cut the mustard. They couldn't do it. Let me ask you, mate, in late February, I will be going down the south coast. I'll be doing my Supercoach draft weekend. And um, with a bit of luck, I might get pick number one. And I'll probably go James Tedesco. If you had pick number one in CEO draft, who, is there a standout? Is it a bit of a lottery? What's the go? Mate, if you get number one draft pick in NRL CEO, uh, the person that you would probably pick 99 times out of 100 would be Damien Cook. He has uh, he's been the MVP for the last three years in CEO. However, and you're going to enjoy this one, Guru, Harry Grant. Oh, stop next. it. Oh, you know how to get me. Oh, look, and look, I'm going to call you out early. I know we've just met, uh, but I'm, I am going to call you out and say that uh, the Godfather in our competition he actually has harry grant as a keeper and has done has him for a key has had him for a keeper for the last four years so you talk about being the number one fanboy of harry grant 
actually think you might be number two, mate. I'd, I'd hate to break that to you. Mate, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I didn't see the godfather in the hospital room the day he was born, so I'm going to keep number one mantle. <laughs> That's fair enough, but the godfather, will he will say that he's the number one, seeing he's had him for four years in his team. Yeah, wow, four years. That's a good crack. He would have been, what, 16, 17 at that point? He was in nappies. Yeah. <laughs> the godfather does do his research. So, and, and like you, he said he will be the number one hooker going forward. And I hate to admit it, but I bloody, I agree. And he's going to, the godfather's going to be difficult to beat and CEO this year with Harry Grant and for the next 15 years. So, is it like, are there, like, if, if Damien Cook's number one for you by a mile, where does a guy like Cam McKinnis sit? Obviously, he doesn't have the same running game, but he does a heap of work. He's very handy in um, Supercoach Classic as well. He's, he's another hooker, but he's a completely different hooker. Where would he sort of sit in your game? Right up there, Guru. Right up there, mate. Um, we have a keep. We have a keeper system in our particular. We call it the Sixem Cup because there's six of us. You know, pretty uh, imaginative, I know. But um, we have keepers in our competition. So Damien Cook is actually a keeper for one of the teams. Um, and to to put it into perspective, last year I picked up Cam McInnes as my number one pick. Uh, I had first pick last year. So. Cam McInnes is up there as well. Hookers are very valuable because of the criteria required to get workhorses for hookers. Let me ask you this. Has, uh, obviously, you, you keep mentioning that you're in a keeper league. Has Tom Trevojevic been held by someone for the last few years? They must be pulling their hair out. <laughs> he definitely is not a keeper. Uh, his brother, Jake, is a keeper. Um, how we work, um, we have twenty. We have squad, squads of 25. So oh, and this wow, is, that's this huge. Is you, yeah, yeah, but we name seventeen each week, um, and every one of those seventeen players scores. Uh, so basically, you have to leave eight out. Um, remembering that we are a six-team competition, so we can have bigger squads. But each year, in rounds twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five of our draft, they are allocated to keepers. Okay, so. For example, if I picked up Cam McInnes in round 25, he'd be my keeper and I can keep him forever. The next year, I have to draft Cam McInnes earlier than those rounds. So I would draft him in round two or 20 or 21. Right, okay. So so we keep regenerating, we keep adding to our keepers. and, And like I said, this is just the rules that we've come up with. Customizable, obviously, with CEO. So these are the keeper rules that we've come up with just within our team, within our competition. So, so to answer your question, uh, yeah, Tom Tabrovich, uh, he's been drafted every year for obvious reasons, but he's not a keeper in anyone's uh, team. He's uh, very, very frustrating to own. Mate, obviously doing a comp like yours, has there ever been a time where, you know, any of you, any of the six have had a falling out. Someone's had kids, and it's all too much, and they want a break from it. You've had to talk and to stay into it. That'd be my number one fear with something like this, <laughs> mate. We've got everything down, written on paper, so there's no loopholes. There's no captaincy loopholes or anything like that in CEO. We've got uh, our rules written down so that no one can really exploit um, our our rules. Uh, we're all pretty steadfast on that. At the end of each year, we have a bit of a vote. Um, as to you know what we like, what we want to introduce for the following year. Uh, funny you should mention blow-ups and that sort of thing. Absolutely, we have blow-ups. Of course we do. Um, 
part and parcel of the NRL CEO and, and fantasy football. You love having a blow up. You love stirring up your mates. Uh, you love setting them off on, in your WhatsApp chat groups and that sort of thing. And and currently we're having a bit of a blow up right now. We've got one bloke who doesn't want to start the draft. We've got five others who do want to start the draft for this year. And we know it's early, but we're all busy men. We, we want to start the draft and get cracking. And uh, the one guy who's holding out, he's copying an absolute mouthful. What's his uh, What's his reason for holding out? Does he want to see trials, team lists? What's his go? Hasn't done the research. He's uh, not ready. Rookie. <laughs> Mate, he's actually, he knows his footy, um, but he's on holiday. And uh, funny story, last year he's on holiday as well, and he thinks we're sort of targeting this time of the year, you know. He's worked hard all year. I, this time last year, he was in Disneyland with his family. He's got a young family, and we were making him draft. And uh, I reckon he was the unhappiest person <laughs> in the happiest per- in the happiest place on earth. He he was just hating life because we were into him the whole time. Wait, hurry up, it's your pick. Hurry up, hating us. How good's that, mate? For me, my favourite weekend of the year by far away is when I get to go away with my you know fourteen odd mates and we do our draft weekend. I think it's the best ever. What's you know? Has there been one standout draft weekend for you guys? I, I, I heard you say before that you guys go to Bribey Island. I imagine there must be some fucking chaos going on. Hey, we get a three-story penthouse between us, and uh, we just go absolutely nuts. And it's actually evolved to the point where we, we call it the draft weekend, but we don't actually draft on that weekend because it's a little later in the year. So we actually watch the footy and watch our teams play against each other, which we've found is even better. So uh, one draft weekend that we actually did get together and draft, uh, we actually did it all manually and then put it into the, the site itself. So that was actually really fun. I, I got a, a massive whiteboard from work. I printed out all the names on their own little magnetic strips and we put them all on the whiteboard and we actually did it manually. We went old school and uh, it, it was probably one of the best drafts that we've been involved in because we were all together. We're all on the piss. Uh, not that I condone uh, drinking and drafting, but we were. And uh, yeah, it was, it was just a great weekend and it was one of the best drafts because we could actually see get up their fingers on the name and drag it over to their team it was a bit ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Special. Mate, you mentioned drinking and drafting, and I've normally got a pretty hard and fast rule that it's a no-go for me because I've got too many regrets. What's your biggest drunken mistake on draft day? Oh, mate, I tend I, <laughs> I tend not to make too many draft mistakes that I regret. Um, geez, that's a tough question. Boys will tell you in the Six and Cup that, that one year we're up in Cairns at the Godfather's Place, and I was that blind that I took too long to draft. And that's pretty much my biggest, uh, you know, what they what they get to bag me out on. I take take too long. I mean, like it took too long, so it auto drafted for you, or you were just being a pain in the ass. 
just being a pain in the ass, uh, just taking too long, uh, having second thoughts because the alcohol was sort of, you know, clouding my judgment as it tends to do. Um, but yeah, no, the, the boys give me a bit of a stick because basically we don't have a time limit. Um, generally, well, generally we don't have a time limit. We did, we definitely didn't then, and uh, they reckon I was taking too long. We said that you definitely you need know. a shot clock. Well, with only six of us, we tend to get through it pretty quick. So we try and drag it out a little bit. There's nothing worse than a long draft, though, I yeah. will say. But, um, you know, when the draft is flowing, it's it's really, really fun. But you have instant draft regret afterwards. I reckon it's the best day of the year when you get together with your mates and do the draft. And uh, straight away, as soon as it ends, you're sort of like, man, can we do that again? Can that be a practice? Can we do it again now? It's that good. Is, Mate, that, is, that, is that weird? No, mate, I back you 100%. I love draft. I love the day after when, you know, uh, me and my boys, we all get, we put our teams up from last year and then we put our team below it and we, we each go through and we roast each other on our teams. And, mate, it's the best two hours of the fucking year. I absolutely love it. Absolutely. And since we've been doing the NRLC HQ podcast, it's even better because we're making our predictions. Uh, I actually uh, made my first round draft prick pick and uh surprised the boys uh last year and took cam mckinnis and they were like whoa where did that come from and i said well i had my call on my pick who's up next and the pressure was on the next bloke then to make a pick mate there, there is nothing better than draft day eh, when you're all sitting around there and, and you've got two or three guys and they're the two or three guys that go before you and the room just explodes it's it's sensational i'll never forget i had 2000 and 14, I went pick one, I went Thurston, pick two, I went a little bit rogue, I went Jared Hay, and they both went on to win the Daly M that year, and I, I essentially couldn't lose. It was, you know, it was an absolute blessed season. I knew from, you know, round 15 I wasn't going to lose this competition. What's the best draft season that you've ever had? Oh, man, that's tough. It gets harder every year because we're, we're adding to our keepers. Um, so teams are getting stronger because they're, they're getting better and better keepers each year, and and uh, look, any any title that you win, as you know, you savour it. And um, uh, back in 2006, I won my first title. So that was after four or five years. Um, and then in 2007, I went back to back. And since that, no one's ever gone back to back. So it was a bit like the Broncos there for a while. Um, and we're still waiting for someone to go back to back. Maybe they'll do it this year. And if they do, then it'll be me because I won it last year. Um, sort of toot my own horn a little bit here, but hey, to speak for themselves. Oh, mate, you sound very similar to me. I've, <laughs> I've we, we've got a fourteen man comp, and I've I, I've won it twice in seven years, but I've also lost oh, three grand finals in seven years. So it's just been absolute chaos, and I've lost the back to back twice to the same bloke who's completely and utterly fucking clueless. It does my head in, <laughs> mate. What I will say to to answer answer your question, which has been the best victory. Look, every six and cup victory with the original boys is always one to savour. But we have a competition in CEO, and it's a public competition called the Sam Casciano competition. And uh, it's a $250 buy-in. gets $2,000. Wow. And, uh, yeah, a couple of years ago, uh, I made the grand final. And uh, it's 2000 for the winner, $400 uh, for second place. So there's... A pretty big difference there and I was I was taking on the minor premier and we got to the last game and the Broncos were ta- uh, taking on the Seagulls and uh, I don't know if you remember this game but I was down by about nine points position had no players and I had Anthony Milford 
And uh, to cut a long story short, I went over to my mate's place and we watched it together because, you know, if I win two grand, I'm putting some some piss on the bar for sure. Yeah. And uh, so I'm relying on on uh, Milford to score nine points. So for those of you uh, super coach players out there, you'll be thinking nine points, piece of piss. No. Well, I actually needed um, a try, which is worth four points. A try assist is worth two points. So when you think he doesn't get points for doing runs and kicks and, and that sort of thing in CEO. So basically, if he scores points in the game, he scores points in CEO. So I needed, needed him to basically score nine points. He, he set up like three or four tries. He scored a try. I ended up winning by about five points and uh, the champagne was flowing. How bloody good was a big win that was enjoyable to you know to to back yourself and to put your balls on the line and and you know all the guys who who enter the sam casiano competition pay 250 dollars for the chance of winning 2000 it's pretty high stakes there's a lot of pressure there it's fun let me ask you mate talking about anthony milford i'll be talking on my podcast over the next few days and weeks about guys that could be looking to have a bounce back season. Who's your little smoky you've got your eye on in our CEO draft this year? Is it a Matty Moylan? Is it uh Anthony Milford? Who who who's your bounce back guy this year? Oh, it's not gonna be Milford. Um I just think he's gonna struggle in that Bronco system again, even under under Kevy Walters. That that's a tough question. You've put me on the spot there and really the guys. I thought you'd done you your know, research. Yeah, natural ability, some would say too, <laughs> eh? <laughs> um, tough call, mate, tough call. The, the guys that I think um, could be Smokies to go well are the guys that I'll probably try and pick up as keepers in those last rounds, mm. in rounds 23, 24, 25. So, yeah, there's, there's a few guys there, and I'm very reluctant to say these on air, Guru, because uh, I know there's going to be five other coaches who are <laughs> – Gonna, who have got picks before me who are going to screw me over. No, that's smart, footy. That's my biggest problem with running this podcast, mate. I've got all the fucking degenerates in my comp that I know that they uh, they tune in around draft time and try and uh, try and stump me on them. I, I had to stay very quiet on Harry Grant on my podcast to start of last year. I bet, mate. And there's plenty of other little young guns there. And I'll mention I'll mention Suali, who haven't who hasn't really proven anything, and he he's probably not going to get a look in. Um, with the Roosters this year, but um, you know he, he seems to me to be very in the mould of someone like Latrell Mitchell, so he might be a smoky to be picked up. But I think everyone he, he's going to be looked at by any keeper competition really. But there's guys like him who could have a massive breakout in a few years' time for sure. So for people that haven't played keeper comps before, a guy like Suwali is a guy that you'd be looking at going reasonably early, sort of as an investment for the future, yeah. Yeah, I actually picked up Latrell Mitchell as a keeper uh, a number of years ago before anyone had really heard, before he was on the radar. And, um, you know, he's been pretty good. Uh, in CEO, kickers are very valuable. And I know Latrell's not kicking at the moment, but down the track, you'd have to think that, you know, he'll be playing long after Adam Reynolds leaves or, you know, go to another club or something like that. So kickers are really valuable in CEO. Um yeah, you've got the guys who are going to break out. Uh, Harry Grant, obviously. You know, back in the day, Jake Trebojevic, before he was, um, you know, a big name. Uh, he's been picked up as a keeper. Damian Cook. You know, all these names are of young guys who barely on the radar um, become keepers. 
by getting drafted in, in our particular comp in, in the later rounds and have gone on to just absolute gems. It's... Um, it pays to do your research, obviously. Mate, obviously, there's a lot of standout gems. There must be a lot of standout flops, though. Who, who, who's the who's the guy in your comp that you give shit to for one guy that he told everyone was going to be a superstar and he had him as a keeper way too early and he was just a complete flopperella? Look, just in general, we've, we've got a guy, uh, Dino, in our competition who tends to talk up every player that he, that he drafts. Uh, he's also known to have an itchy uh, cut finger. So, you know, he'll, he'll talk up a player one minute and the next minute he'll be cut. So we obviously, in CEO, we have, uh, you can cut your player back to the, the spud pool and pick up players, but you can also do your trades within the franchises as well. So I don't know whether Dino just wants to try and sound out the rest of the coaches for, for a cheap trade or not, but... Um, Look, there's been plenty of players over the years um, who have become absolute spuds. Uh, but typically in NRL CEO, if a player scores tries, if they're back and they score tries, then, then they've got some value. And if they're a forward who involves themselves in the game and makes over 40 involvements, then they've got some value. The rest are pretty fucking useless. Imagine so, there must be a lot of dead wood out there. The, the guys that the forwards who play 80 minutes and don't make 40 involvements are typically very frustrating guys. Guys like in the past, uh, you know, oh, Wade Graham, he's yeah. a quality footballer, but he doesn't make 40 involvements. So he's very frustrating. He's you the know, same Greg in super Bird. coach, too, realistically. Yeah, guy, guys like that who, you know, are good NRL uh, players, but offer very little when it comes to CEO. Very frustrating. Especially the forwards. What about uh, what about a guy, um, you know, obviously retired two years ago or so, but he was always a bit of a uh, enigma in Supercoach. He was, you know, obviously an all-time great talent, one of the best we've ever seen, Cooper Cronk, but it just didn't correlate to Supercoach points and he would always be really cheap and you'd always hear the rookie say, I'm going to get Cooper Cronk and anyone that had played Supercoach would sort of go, no, don't go near him, it's a trap. How did he used to go in CEO? Well, it depends on your customized scoring in CEO. If you've made your halves a little bit more valuable, and and in in the past the halves have been, unless they're kicking halves, like kicking conversions, then they really don't carry much weight in CEO as well. But we made try assists worth three points, so almost as much as a try, mm. and that that brings your halves back into the equation. So. In his later years, Cooper Cronk was probably more valuable than he was in his better years, if that makes any sense, because we made the halves a little bit more valuable. All right. Okay, mate. Are there are there any changes that you've wanted to push in your comp that the other boys have sort of pushed back on you? We ch- we tend to be pretty boring um, in our competition. If you ask our commissioner, JB, who's a big fan of change, he'll, he's not in our competition, but he runs CEO. Um, he will say that we're a bunch of dinosaurs and we like it our way. And we do. Um, for example, CEO has a meter eater scoring um, ability where players who run, depending on their position, they get given meter eater points depending on how far they've run. Not like Supercoach where, you know, you 
you run 173 meters and you get the corresponding points or whatever like that. I'm, I'm not too sure on, on Supercoach. It has to, I have to be honest. But, for example, for a fullback to score a meter eater, they have to run over 200 meters. But guys like Tedesco who do that easy, so they become more valuable. Uh, to answer your question, our competition has not incorporated meter eaters into our competition because we don't really want to have that extra scoring variable in our competition simple as that so yes we're dinosaurs mate uh, as much as dinosaurs you are geez, it is such an exciting concept I I mean do you, are you aware if there's any other you know blokes in Australia that are running their own sort of comps like this there was nearly NRL dot uh, com a few years ago but I think they folded um I don't tend to keep track of all the sort of smaller competitions like us in a sense because my plate's pretty full when it comes to helping out run NRL CEO. I've tried Supercoach before and I just lose interest in it after a while. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, maybe I've just got uh, rose-coloured glasses in terms of NRL CEO and I just love it that much that uh, it's, it's become my focal point in terms of fantasy footy. Um, but yeah, there's, there's been a few other little ones around, but, um, yeah, I think I think we're the main two, really. I think, though, mate, like, whenever you Whatever your mates play and whatever you get used to, like, like for me, I, I, I've played Supercoach. All my mates have always played Supercoach, and whenever people send me their fantasy teams or their fantasy scores, I look at them and just go, what on earth is this? Like, this is just absolute yeah. dribble. Like, I guess it's just whatever you're used to, whatever your mates have been getting stuck into, it's sort of just becomes part of your rugby league experience doesn't it it does mate and I, I am part of a competition which is still run by a group of blokes who uh have spreadsheets excel spreadsheets and send emails and have the the chat group the google chat group and that sort of thing and and that has its place as well and, and their scoring is unique and they have a salary cap and it's different to super coach and it's different to CEO and there's a place for it as well. And it's whatever you're used to, whatever you've, I guess, evolved your your competition to be, um, you know, go with it. You, you can't, you can't, we, we bag super coach uh, as CEO lovers. Um, and I guess there, there'd be a lot of super coaches who, uh, who don't like our platform as well for whatever reason. And look, I didn't it. Mate, it sounds like you're absolutely flying over there. You, you, you and your mates love it, and that's the most important thing at the end of the day. We love it, mate. We love it, and we offer a whole bunch of competitions. Uh, we, we do offer public competitions for, for those guys who are just uh, individuals and want to have a crack. I'll, I'll just throw it out there that we do have a supporters comp guru where, um, for example, me as a cowboy, I'll play against 15 other teams and they will all own a, a franchise, okay? Winning team is a jersey of their chosen team. So if I won, I'd, I'd win a Cowboys jersey. Kicker is I have to draft, or the actual draft, I get to draft six Cowboys into my team. And from there, you go through. So every team is choosing six of their own team. So... The, the bloke who coaches the Melbourne Storm, he has to choose six Melbourne Storm. The bloke who coaches the Panthers, he picks six Panthers up. And then once that's all done, we then, whoever's re- whoever's uh, still in the spud pool, we go through and we complete our 
our rosters uh, with those players. All right, so just for shits and gigs then, let's say you are the Cowboys. Who, who are your six players? I imagine Tao Malolo, Val Holmes, they, they, they'd be two of your first ones, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Uh, yep. Uh, you pick up Valentine for, for his kicking. And as I said, kickers are, are important in CEO. You pick up Lolo for his, uh, for his meter eating and his work ethic and the odd try. Uh, obviously, if, if JT was still there, he'd be the first picked as well. Um, Fuck, you are a dinosaur. Like... Come on, who are the other four? Okay. Okay, you put me on the spot. I haven't <laughs> thought about this too often. Uh, I'd, I'd pick up Kyle Felt for his try-scoring ability. Yep. Pick up another forward in probably Tommy Gilbert, who I think is going to get the left edge yep. for the Cowboys. Uh, in the past, Gavin Cooper's always been a, a good scorer. Um, I'd take a punt on Reese Robson. Yeah, I was going to say him, as, yeah. As my hooker. Yep. And hope and hope that he plays big minutes, but I'm not sure that he will this year with Reuben Cotter there. And what's that? That's five. That's five. You've got one, one more. more gig. One more. I'm going to go the hammer. Yeah. Because I, rec- I reckon he's up for a bit here this year. He looks like something special, doesn't he? Oh, I think he might get a, a, a gig in the uh, centres. Yeah, that's the what they're saying. Be so, interesting. He looks, uh, and maybe this is my Cowboys glasses on here, but he looks very Stephen Crichton-ish to me. Yeah. Did you um? Did you leave Scott Drinkwater out on purpose, or is is, is he a guy that you just sort of forgot, or what? Like, um, obviously he doesn't kick goals, but to me, I would imagine he must score his fair share of um, attacking points. Absolutely, and CEO is very attack oriented in its scoring and. And I'd probably want to pick a half, and I couldn't pick Morgo based on the fact that he's never on the field. So, Drinkwater's probably the sixth person that I would pick. Yeah, right. Okay, Mick, mate, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Uh, I believe you're going to come on later in the week for a fan is short for fanatic podcast. Being a Cowboys fan, I look forward to that. But this one was, of course, on the NRL CEO, and mate, you've come pretty close to uh, to selling me just quietly. I'm, I might have to give it a crack this year. <laughs> Mate, if you want to join, even if it's just a supporters comp or uh, or any any public competition, we're more than happy. If you want to stump up two hundred and fifty uh, two hundred and fifty bucks, mate, and join the Casiano, there's a spot there for you as well. So we're more than happy to take your money. I know, I've got no doubts you would be taking my money, no doubt whatsoever. <laughs> I think I'd rather give it to a five dragon than you just quietly. Uh, mate, obviously, NRL CEO on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If any of my listeners are listening to this and are keen to give it a, gra- a gra- crack, I highly advise you reach out to Mick and the boys. I think it would be a sensational uh, sensational thing to try in 2021. Mate, we're always on the uh, social media platforms and we're always happy to answer questions um and yeah give it a go it's something a little bit different and um i've got absolutely no doubt that once you have a full season of ceo you'll be hooked mick i appreciate your time mate i look forward to talking to you over the next few days about your cowboys looking forward to talking cowboys i'll do a little bit more research for you mate between now and then and uh thanks for the time guru loved it cheers mate
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 